Hello and God bless you today from Carlsbad, New Mexico. You are listening to a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. We hope you enjoy the message today, and we'd love to hear from you. If anything in this message has touched you, you have a prayer request, or just want to reach out, you can connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash New Song Carlsbad NM. You can also mail us at Post Office Box 761, Carlsbad, New Mexico, zip code 88221. Please enjoy this message and have a very blessed day. Okay. Matthew 5, yes. Verse number 1. And seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Now, each time he mentions one of these, I want you to think about what, what that might mean, the poor in spirit. I mean, we know you can be poor in your finances, uh, you can be poor in, in several other areas, but what does it mean to be poor in your spirit? And uh, you'll, you'll, you'll notice that Jesus wants the best for all of you. He loves you that much. And uh, verse number four, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. In heaven, there won't be any disease, no crying. Uh, it's going to be pure joy for eternity. Uh, no weeping, no mourning. And uh, I can't wait for that. How about you? Uh, verse 5, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Did your pages in your Bible ever get stuck together? And then he says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Now this is a this is a strange one. I don't want to accuse you of anything, but don't raise your hand, but think about this. Have you in your relationship with God, have you ever found yourself hungering to be righteous? If for no other reason for his sake, to be righteous, what does that mean? To, to try your best to uh, get sin out of your life. And I guess you've all noticed that even though you've come to the Lord and you're serving him, you've still got a little sin problem too once in a while. Most of the sins that Christians have are sins of the tongue. The Bible says it's your most unruly member. And you know, it's like the, uh, it's like the uh, steering thing on a boat. It's underneath the ship. The ship is huge, but the thing that steers it's not very big. Well, the same thing with your tongue. It's a small thing, but it can really get you in trouble. Amen? And I mean, it can get you in bad, bad trouble. Now, in uh, verse 7, Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Somebody, somebody tell me, what, what is mercy? What does mercy mean? Don't be shy. Nobody wants to jump on that. What, what does mercy mean if you're going to have mercy for others? Yeah. 
you know, give them what God wants them to have. How many of you have felt the mercy of the Lord towards you, towards yourself? You know, we didn't, we didn't deserve what God did for us. We didn't deserve him to give his only son to die on the cross. We didn't deserve that. We deserved death. Every time they hit him with a whip, that should have been uh, ministered to us. And yet he took that for us. When they, when they put a crown of thorns on his head and then jammed it in the, in the movie uh, Passion of the Christ, they put that crown of thorns on his head and then they got a, a stick and put it on both sides and hammered that stick on the crown to just drive those uh, thorns into his scalp. He, he bled from seven different wounds on his body. It should have been us, but it was him. I asked the Lord one day, Lord, why did you bestow that kind of mercy on me? You know, and I know, that I didn't deserve it. And you know what God said? Because I love you and because I wanted to. How many of you know that love, this is where we get all mixed up. Love is not a feeling. Listen to me carefully. Love is a decision that you make that produces feelings. Okay? That's that's also the same definition for forgiveness. Forgiveness, for you to forgive somebody, it's not a feeling. It is a decision that you make out of obedience to God. And if you'll make the decision and forgive whoever's hurt you, it will produce feelings. For one thing, it will produce uh, the joy that you've lost will begin to come back. You know, if you're hating somebody, if you, you, you refuse to forgive them for something they've done against you, you're not going to be able to walk in joy and happiness. So if you, you make the decision, and here's, here's the key scripture. Jesus said, if you won't forgive those who have hurt you, then neither will I forgive you. Well, I remember the first time I read that, and I was, it scared me. Because let's be honest. We need forgiveness from the Lord. And so we're not, uh, we're not better than he is. We don't, we don't say, well, I don't have to forgive that person or that person. Yeah, you do. You have to forgive them. For one thing, if you won't forgive someone who, who has hurt you, you're going to keep them in a, a place of bondage themselves. And God wants to save them too. You might say, well, why, why would he want to save them? They're, they were mean to me. Well, you were probably mean to somebody else. Amen? God loves you. He loves you very, very much. And so do I. Now look at verse 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Pure in heart. How many of you know that None of us in here are pure in heart based on what we did. If you have a pure heart, it's because God gave you one. Amen? God's given you everything. 
He's given you, you the ability to love, to forgive. He's, he's given you the ability to walk in, in finances. No, not me stinking rich, but, but to have your needs met. That's the God that you serve. And the pure in heart shall see God. Now, I don't know if he's talking about the Father or the Son. We know that the Father and the Holy Spirit, they're spirits. The Father's a spirit. You don't usually see spirits. But the Son, Jesus, is the physical manifestation of God. So in heaven, I assume when you get there and you see God, you'll be looking at him in the eyes of Jesus. Now, uh, I think we'll, I think we will have the ability to see the Father as well, and I can't tell you what what that's going to be like because I don't know. But I think it's going to be marvelous. The pure in heart will see God. Look at that. that that's so amazing. Verse nine: Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. You know this this thing that's happening with President Trump. Uh, a few days ago, uh, Republicans went to hear him speak, and then they went down uh, to the Capitol building and w- went in, and uh, and they made a mess. Four people died. A woman was shot, and four, three others had heart attacks or whatever. And uh, now he's going to be out of office in about ten days. Now they're wanting to impeach him again. Now, let me tell you why they want to do that. They want to do that so that he can never run for office again. But I don't think it's going to work out that way, and I'm not too sure he's going to run for office again anyway. He, uh, we need to pray for that man. He, I think personally he did a great job, but he also made some big mistakes. And listen to me carefully. The mistakes that he made had to do with his mouth. Right? He can't control his mouth. And, you know, calling people Pocahontas and the Sleepy Joe, and that's, that's not necessary. Now, there are people in America that like that, I guess. But what he did that was great was he, he advanced the economy like we had never seen before. The stock market went, exploded, went crazy. He, uh, he went to these countries that had been mooching off of America and said, from now on, it's America first. And I was glad to see that because I think that should, I'm not saying we shouldn't help other countries, but we can't put them ahead of our own country and, and our needs. I don't know how you feel about that. But I want you to pray. Yes, he did. And by the way, I don't know if you, uh, he, he really paid a price for that. When, when, uh, when Israel became a nation again, uh, May the 14th, 1948, uh, they, they, they put all of the embassies in Tel Aviv. Well, Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, not Tel Aviv. But the, the Arab people, they just threw a fit. That's our capital. You can't put, put those things there. Well, as soon as uh, one of the first things that he did when he got in office he, he moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. That was one of the, and remember this? God said, the nation that blesses Israel, I will bless. The nation that curses Israel, I will curse. 
There's a lot of nations there are going to find themselves in bad t trouble. You got to remember something. Even though those people have not found their Messiah yet, God still loves them. They are his people. And they are go there's going to be a great harvest among the Jewish people. Uh, you, you watch and see. When Jesus comes back uh, in the rapture, keep in mind, we don't just immediately go to heaven. We have a little bit of a, uh, a thing we got to do. It's called the thousand-year millennial reign. Jesus is going to rule and reign on the earth for a thousand years, and there'll still be people having babies and being born. But this time, Jesus will be in control. He'll be in charge. It's going to be a lot different, isn't it? And you're going to be there to help. And when that's over, uh, and during that time, there's going to be a big harvest among the Jewish people. You wait and see. It's going to be wonderful. So those are the peacemakers. And, and then verse 10, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. You know, I, first time I read that, I, I couldn't help but think of the, the lions in, in Rome. Uh, Nero, was, he was an evil, evil dictator. Uh, he would, listen to this, most people don't know this, he would have, have a a dinner at night outside in the garden and they didn't have big floodlights and so they would go get some Christians and soak them in uh, whale oil or whatever and set them on fire. That's a true story right in the, in the garden so people could see what they were eating. And then they, they got lions they brought and they would keep them down in the Colosseum and they'd starve them to death and, and so that whenever they had a big, you know, uh, it was a big arena, and they could have their, their games. That they call, I guess you call them games. They're killing each other with swords. They'd, they'd bring the lions out and bring Christians out, and the lions were starving to death, so they'd kill, them, kill the Christians and eat them. People were screaming and jumping for joy. There's been a lot of bad things that have happened to the Jews. Remember, always remember World War II. Six million Jews were murdered. One million of those were children. I went to the, uh, I've been to Israel five times, but one of the most moving places there is a place called Yad Vashem, right, Lynn? And it is the Holocaust Museum. They have a building there that's dedicated just for ch the children. And it's it's, uh, it's filled with mirrors. When you go in, you shut the door, it's dark in there, but they, they, they light two or three candles, and the mirrors pick those candles up, and you, you feel like you just walked right out into the galaxy. And there's a man and a woman on, t on tape, and the man will say a, a child's name, and then the woman will say a child's name. And they, that, that goes on 24 hours a day, so they'll never be forgotten. The Jews in, at Yad Vashem, uh, right after the war was over, they began a search for all of their uh, Jewish uh, family and friends and all of that uh, to find out who died, to, to get their names. They put it on what's called microfiche. It's a, it's a way of uh, storing information. And, and to this day, they're still, uh, they, don't, they haven't found all of them, but they're getting the names of all of them as fast as they can so that they will never be 
forgotten. And they, they went to uh, one of the places in Poland where they had the, uh, you know, the places where they murdered the Jews. They burned them in gas chambers. They found a pile of shoes. You remember that, Lynn? A pile of shoes about eight feet tall. And they, they got those shoes and brought them to the museum and piled them up pretty much the same way they found them in, in a room all by themselves. And you walk, you walk in there and you just begin to weep. You, you begin to weep. God, please bless your people. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 11. Blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you. You shall say and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. You know, when I was the first one in my family other than my mother's mother, my, or my grandmother. She was a Baptist lady. Only one in, in both sides of our family that was saved was her. Uh, we never went to church. I didn't know anything about Jesus. I'd heard the name. That was it. Never stepped foot in a church. And uh, I was the first one in our family to get saved. And my sister and my brother, uh, they persecuted me. My mother uh, made a statement to my sister. I wasn't there, but she said, when is John going to make friends with his religion? <laughs> That's kind of where she was. But I'm glad to report to you, my mom has passed away, my father's passed away, and they both got saved before they died. My brother and sister, I'm their pastor. And uh, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. How many of you have family that you're worried about? God's going to do something in your family. The cult that's wrapped around them is going to be broken. Not all of them, but many of them are coming out. I'm telling you, they're coming out. Jesus, let's pray a minute. Jesus. I take a nice, slow, deep breath and then blow out. Yes, Lord. God wants me to tell all of you and those you are watching by Facebook. Don't fear your family. Don't fear those that used to be your friends, but now they don't like you because you're a Christian. Stand up and be bold. And God will give you power. And God will give you grace and knowledge and wisdom so that you will know how to minister to them. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. It's easier rather than just to be ridiculed yourself it's just easier to keep your mouth shut I know that but listen if you'll be bold if you'll speak out God will bless that 
Now, every eye closed. If you've got a family member that needs Jesus, raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. You are the light of the world. He's talking to you now. Listen. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Think not that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all is fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and the Pharisees, you shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. It's funny that he uses the Pharisees and the scribes, the Sadducees, the religious leaders of his day. Uh, the Pharisees wore purple uh, gowns and fancy clothes, and, and they were in charge of everything, but they were also uh, evil. They, they, they stole from the people. They, they put themselves on a, a pedestal and, and uh, wanted everybody to see how wonderful they were, they were and how great they were. But that's not what the case is. Thank you, Lord. I'm gonna let you go now, but I want let's just take a moment and pray. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we we love you. We love you with all of our hearts. I thank you for that moisture out there. But God, we need moisture inside of our bodies. The moisture of the Holy Spirit that brings life. Lord, help us to feel your presence today. Help us, Lord, to be obedient to you today. Help us, Lord. If, if you're here and you need a healing in your body, would you raise your hand? Need a healing in your body. Let me see your hands. Thank you. I pray for every one of you raised your hand, including myself. Father, in Jesus' name, we are healed by the power of your spirit. We are healed by the power of the promise 
of your word. We are healed. Satan, you are, are unworthy. You are evil. We cast you out. We plead the blood of Jesus against you, and we command you to leave every person and don't come back. Lord, I pray about this virus, COVID-19. Lord, it's only a name. We speak power over it. We ask you, Lord, to destroy it, to cause it to leave not only uh, our, our town, but our country and all the countries on the earth, and to leave our planet and never come back so that we can get back to normal and we can get our children back in school and we can have uh, businesses that are uh, successful and people who need a job, Lord, help them. Give them hope today. And Lord, as we go, we thank you for Jesus. Praise you right now in his name I pray, amen. God bless you as you go today. Be careful going home. It's slick out there. I love you. You're dismissed. This has been a broadcast of New Song Christian Fellowship. Thank you for joining us today. If you wish to partner with us and support this ministry, you can give online at newsongcarlsbad.churchcenter.com forward slash giving. Your gift is tax deductible. Please share this broadcast with your friends and neighbors and help us spread the good news of Jesus Christ all across the globe. May the Lord richly bless you.